Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizuki. Another week of Growing in Grace. We sincerely thank you for joining us. Uh, let us know you're out there. I'm Mike Kapler. My friend Joel Brzezicki is with me once again. We've been doing Growing in Grace, I think, for over four years now, and um, it just never gets old. So we thank you again for somehow you found us. I don't know how, but we'd like to know how if you'd like to contact us. What's the best way for people to reach us, Joel? I mean, I know we talked last week that we were on Facebook. That's one way, but uh, if they wanted to drop an email, uh, what would you recommend? Yeah, definitely uh, we'd love to be your friend on Facebook. Graceroots.org is uh, the website where you'll find some contact info to get a hold of us. If you have any questions or comments or or anything, just you want to get a hold of us and and connect with us for some reason. And uh, all of our past programs, uh, the Growing and Grace programs, are archived there as well. So we'd uh, love to hear from you either way, no matter what's going on. It's always cool to connect with other people who are growing in grace. Because, like you said, we've been doing this for, for four years, and we're still learning. We're still uh, getting ourselves uh, rooted and grounded and established. You know, uh, Hebrews 13 says, It is good that the heart be established in grace. It doesn't just say, you know, you need to touch on grace now and then. Oh, it's good to, you know, to have a little bit of grace here and there. We need our hearts to be established in God's grace because everything in the Christian life is based upon on the grace of God. There, there's nothing in our lives in Christ that is apart from God's grace. And so we want to encourage you and each other as uh, we connect with one another, as the body of Christ simply connects with one another, encouraging one another in God's love and in his grace. Yes, but that's just your interpretation. (laughs) I think I just heard a demon speaking. (laughs) Get out! In the name of Jesus! (laughs) I think that's what they sound like anyway. I don't know. I've never heard one. Well, you know, what's different about this program, if you're a new listener, is that you are going to hear some stuff that is probably the opposite of what you've been taught in church for years. Not everything. And we're not bashing church here, all right? But we're just saying that, by and large, religious systems have kept people from being free, even sometimes right within our own Christian circles. And so I think you're going to hear some stuff here that is really going to be encouraging. We thank you again for listening. We were talking last week about the fact that we were forgiven, already forgiven, by the way, not something that we strive to do anymore. I don't, I don't have to keep going back and asking God for forgiveness. You can go back and check last week's program, as Joel said, on graceroots.org. But um, you mentioned uh, something last week, Joel, in passing, that we are new creations in Christ. And uh, one of, I guess one of our foundational scriptures here on the program, one of them, is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. There's a little passage of scripture there for about four or five verses where Paul said, uh, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Not talking about stuff that you used to do that you don't do anymore. It's got nothing to do with your activities or going from doing bad things to doing good things. All things have become new. Old things have passed away. It's talking about your heart, your spirit, how you have been made new in Christ. Literally, you died with Christ on the cross. And you've been reborn, so to speak. You know, Jesus talked about being born again. Well, all things have become new. And that word new, Joel, um, it doesn't mean to to reshape or reform. 
it means to be uh, completely created from from nothing. Mm-hmm. And so just keep that in mind. We're not just talking about change here. We're talking about a recreation. And then Paul goes on to say, Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. I think the and that's the new King James. I think the NIV says not counting their sins against them. Joel, this is really encouraging stuff here. Well, yeah, especially when uh, you leave a lot of churches and you feel like your sins have all been added up together and <laughs> you got to go out and work on those the next week. <laughs> And, and again, like you're saying, we're not knocking churches, we're not knocking anybody, but the message that is taught in a lot of places that, that comes from a lot of preachers and teachers of the Bible is a message that says you need to get your act together, you need to start straightening yourself up and get yourself right with God, when that is what the work of Christ already did. He's already done it to us. He, he's already uh, made us right with God. He's already reconciled us, and he's not imputing our trespasses to him. I'll get to that in a second. I just wanted to back up a little bit. Um, right before verse 17 that talks about us being a new creation, uh, in verse 16 it says, uh, From now on we regard no one according to the flesh. Now, we could probably spend a good program or two on that, just on that verse, looking up some of the things regarding that. But we're not looking at one another in regards to outward appearances, in regards to the various behavior that our flesh produces. What we're looking at now that in Christ, people are new creations. The old has gone. Like you said, it does, what it doesn't say here is that old things have changed and have put on a new face or become something different. But it's the old things have passed away. Who you were in Adam died. And behold, all things have become new. Uh, You've become a brand new creation made alive together with Christ. And so we regard not according to our flesh, not according to outward appearances, but we we regard one another according to this new creation life that we have in, in Christ Jesus. Because all things are of God, it says in verse 18, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. And he's given us this ministry of reconciliation. You know, what I see in, in a lot of places is Christians thinking that their ministry is to go out there and protest the sins of the world. <laughs> We don't even need to be specific here, but there are, you know, you've seen the people holding up the protest signs, holding the rallies. And it's not that we can't discuss issues. It's not that we can't, uh, you know, work some of these things out together, you know, believers and non-believers alike. But the ministry that God has given us is the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19, that is, that in Christ, or that in God, Christ, that, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their sins against them. That's what the law did. The law imputed people's sins to them, counted their trespasses against them, charged the world with the guilt of sin. But God has given us the ministry of reconciliation, that in Christ, that's what he was doing, reconciling people to himself. And he's committed to us that word, the word of reconciliation. And he goes on to say, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So if someone hasn't been reconciled, hey, we implore you, look, this gospel is wonderful. It's great news. It's wonderful. Be reconciled to God because he loves you. It's not like, uh, well, 
We implore you, be reconciled to God. Get your stuff together. Get your act straight. You know, it's not that at all. It's accept this wonderful news and simply believe that God loves you and accepts you in his son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because Paul talked about that back back in Romans. I, I know sometimes people have a hard time getting started in the book of Romans because there are some misunderstandings about some of what Paul is saying there. But uh, the bottom line is something like what you were just talking about, Joel, is that sin was always in the world uh, since Adam. But what you said, maybe we need to just uh, stay on that for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we weren't charged with it before the law. Is that right? Yeah, it's, you know, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed or charged uh, when there is no law. All right, so then sin got added into our account after the law was given. Again, we, we did touch briefly last week on uh, the purpose of the law. And, and again, the, the law wasn't given to try to get people to live right. It, it was given to eventually try to lead them to Christ. The, the law could not, uh, you know, the law demanded perfection, but it was powerless to provide it. And unfortunately, we've still got people today trying to relate to God through those uh, religious rules and regulations that, that God gave, and he, and he didn't give them for that purpose. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people still stuck in law, but God came and Jesus came to, to bring life, to bring reconciliation. We've talked about the exchange life before Joel, and really that, that word reconcile in Second Corinthians 5.17 means to exchange. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's a wonderful thing, what exactly has been exchanged. <laughs> and if you look at this, again, looking at the whole passage altogether, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. We've been reconciled. The, the old taken away and this new life in Christ. It's a brand new life where our sin has been taken away. Our old life in Adam has been completely removed. And what's new What's new in this ministry of reconciliation that Christ performed and that we're ministers of, uh, what's new here is that we have life, as we read uh, here in verse uh, in verse 21, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And so uh, that's our new life in Christ. That's, you know, we've been reconciled, we've been given brand new Life that we might become the righteousness of God in Him, and so that's the that's the ministry of the gospel. That's the that's that's what our lives in Christ are about. We're, we're going around uh, to our friends and to our family and to people at work and, and everywhere. Uh, our purpose is to tell people about this ministry of reconciliation, the gospel, the good news. <laughs> we're not uh, out there trying to change people, making making you know changing their behavior. Uh, that's not the point. You know, God, you know, Christ's life in a person is enough uh, to do that. But we're telling them about this exchange. That's uh, that's our purpose, and, and that's our purpose here with uh, growing in grace to help people become established in the fact that this exchange has already taken place. We're already forgiven, and uh, we knew, we now have life. Well, and what you said goes against the grain with what a lot of us have been taught, Joel, because uh in the past sometimes we would we would attempt to to share our faith and and lead people to christ and um i i i remember one person telling me that uh, they they just didn't feel that someone that they were trying to share their faith with they just didn't feel that person was ready yet they didn't think they were ready to come to christ really what they were saying was they didn't think they were ready to change to their change life behavior uh-huh 
yeah, and and that's not what this is about at all. And if if I if I've learned uh, nothing else from this broadcast today, Joel, it's it's what you mentioned in, in 2 Corinthians 5:17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. They they didn't just disappear or go away. Uh, we often use that phrase, and you mentioned it earlier. Uh, we we use that phrase for people who have died. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, yes, they passed away. Well, that's what happened here. Old things died. All things have become new in Christ. Uh, the the life that you now have again is not your own life. You don't have a life. The life that you've got is the life of Christ in you. You might say, well, I invited Jesus into my life. We talked about that several weeks ago, too. That's not even accurate. You didn't invite Jesus into your life. Jesus Christ literally has become your life because you and I died. Yep, that's the beauty of the good news (laughs) because we were born in Adam, separated from God um, because of sin, and and there was nothing about that life that God wanted. (laughs) It's not like we gave ourselves to God and he said, okay, I'll, I'll clean this, this life up and, and make it into something. No, he, he killed us. He, he crucified us with Christ. It says we've been crucified with Christ, and that life passed away. I love, I love what you pointed out here, passed away. And now all things have become new. We've become a brand new person, our life not being our own, but Christ in us. And so that's the wonderful exchange that's taken place. Well, hey, it's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel along with Mike the Cap Kapler, and this is uh, something that we do every week. Check out uh, graceroots.org to find out more. And, And if you want to contact us, you can do that there as well. We'll be back again with you next time for more talk about Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.